Alright, welcome back to the podcast. This is your instant reaction podcast from the Bengals and Browns game, the opener. And this is not the instant reaction podcast. I want to start off the new football season for the Bengals. As once again, the Cincinnati Bengals travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. And once again, in Cleveland, the Bengals get their asses kicked to the ground 24-3. The Bengals did not score an offensive touchdown in this game. Embarrassing. You can say a lot about, oh, well, Joe Burrow missed six weeks because of his calf injury, and he didn't really have the times and reps with his offensive line and his receivers. Sure, you can make that assumption all you want. But holy shit, though, to only score three points? You didn't even score an offensive touchdown? You kidding me right now? And I'm literally fresh from watching the game. That was painful. Even when the Bengals were still in the game, I put quotes on in the game. They were down by 10 points before the Browns took it over and just put the game away. I just didn't have any confidence that the offense was going to score a touchdown in this game. I was wrong. I should have just picked the Browns like Tommy did on Thursday during the podcast when we previewed this game. Foolish of me to even think the Bengals was going to score 23 points in this game. I am officially a dumbass when it comes to predictions. And yeah, that was holy shit. Let's go to the box score recap of this game. As always, I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. After every Bengal game, I'll do an instant reaction. Even the games that lost, I am not ducking, okay? All you Browns fans, all you Deshaun Watson fans, y'all are fucking weird, by the way, liking the dude that does that shit. Congratulations. You guys play an amazing game. You guys always play well against Cincinnati Bengals. The Browns are now 5-1 against Joe Burrow and company since Joe Burrow has been drafted here in Cincinnati. Congratulations. You guys play so well against us, but you play mediocre against other teams. Whatever. But congratulations to you guys. Let's go to this box score recap before Zach Taylor goes on the podium and I will hear what he has to say about this game. It's probably just going to be like, obviously, we didn't come prepared. Duh. Joe Burr, after signing that big-ass contract on Thursday night, well, he signed Saturday Saturday morning officially during the team presser for that. Joe Burr in this game was 14 for 31 for 82 passing yards. Oh, God. He was sacked twice. And he had a rating of 52.2. Holy shit. And Joe Burrow did not play the last two minutes of the game, obviously, because the game was already decided. And Jake Browning came in. He was 0 for 1. Joe Burrow had a career low of 82 yards. 82 yards. And you got to credit the Browns defense. That defensive line of Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith just wrecked havoc on the Bengals O-line. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, this is now going to be still the same Bengals O-line. The the, 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 the addition of Orlando Brown Jr. doesn't make anything. It doesn't solve anything. And Jordan's going to right tackle it. That's not going to help. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm giving Cleveland credit. 
And I still think this Bengals offensive line is still going to be good. I'm not the guy to make excuse, but just for Joe to miss camp. And those reps do matter. They do matter. And I'm not worried about the offensive line. I think they're going to be okay. So I think you guys need to calm down on that front. But, whew. Even when Joe has missed six weeks because of that injury, he did not play a good game, okay? There was just some throws he made, and he was just obviously was rushed because the Browns' defense just had an amazing game plan. The pass rush on Miles Garrett was just amazing. The Browns' cornerbacks were just shutting down the Bengals' receivers. Jamar Chase only had five catches for 39 yards. T. Higgins had no catches. He had nine targets, or eight targets, I'm sorry. And zero catches for zero yards. Tyler Boyd only had two catches for 10 yards. Irv Smith Jr. in his Bengals debut at the tight end position. Three catches, 17 yards. You can say that Joe Mixon was the best Bengals offensive player today. Mixon had 13 carries for 56 yards. 4.3 average per rush. He had a long of 22 run. That was really good. That 22-yard run by Mixon, he made one cut, and then it looked like the Joe Mixon of old back in 2021. He had also three catches and 17 yards on the receiving end. Yeah, Joe Mixon was the player of the game for the Bengals on offense. Other than that, the offense was absolute shit. (laughs) Let's, let's, Let's look at the stats, okay? Would you just low laptop? Okay. Oh, God. The Bengals offense the whole game. Six first downs. 142 total yards of offense. Holy shit. That's terrible. 2.6 yards per play. Like, what are we doing? 67 passing yards. Oh, my God. These stats are just 75 rushing on the ground for the Bengals. Time of possession. Obviously, Cleveland dominated. Uh, For the Browns, Deshaun Watson, 16 for 29 for 154 passing yards and a tutty. And he had an interception that was made by Dax Hill, thanks to Zachary Carter on a deflection of that. Deshaun Watson, I think he played okay, but he didn't play the best. The Browns' defense was the, the they were just the, the they won the game for them, and also Nick Chubb in the running game too. Nick Chubb had 18 carries for 106 rushing yards. Uh, overall, the Browns had 350 total yards of offense, 21 first downs. 206 rushing. They allowed, they, let's see, they had three sacks, two sacks, I'm sorry. I thought the Bengals' defense played, the first half, the Bengals' defense played well. They had good rush. Trey Hendrickson had a sack. I thought Sam Hubbard looked good. DJ Turner had a good game. I thought CTB had a solid game. Awuzie coming back from his 20 ACL at the same 
location in Cleveland where he tore it last Halloween night last year. Other than getting burned by Nick Chubb, you knew the Browns running game. The Browns running game is so good in the second half. Once you give, once Cleveland goes up in a game, especially when they play the Bengals, man, it's it's so important for the Bengals to get a lead against Cleveland because if you don't, and the Browns get off to a lead, that running game, it'll, they'll just continue to milk the clock, and Nick Chubb just knows how to do that, and that boy just gets stronger and stronger by the game. Uh, yeah, the Browns had two turnovers, but it didn't really matter. The Bengals, you know what? This game could have been a lot worse on the scoreboard. Like, the Browns were driving the football, and then Jerome Ford got a handoff, and he fumbled it, and Wouzier recovered it. That stopped potentially a scoring drive for the Browns, and then Dax Hill's interception. The Browns were driving the football as well. So it could have been... A lot worse, but 24 to 3 and even score a touchdown this game? Jesus Christ. All right. Let's see what Zach Taylor got to say. It's probably going to be what I expect him to say. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. This is what Zach said. He said the defense gave winning effort, but offense execution was not there. That's obvious. He also said, this isn't a team we're going to be. I, I know that. I know that. I know that. It just sucks. I just hate losing to Cleveland. And I just hate that whenever the Bengals play against the Browns, it just feels like we're just at a disadvantage. And I'm not saying the Browns are better than us, but they're better than us when they head to head. In the last six meetings, yeesh. Brad Robbins, the Bengals' new pun- punter, welcome to NFL, my guy. He had a day of just punting the football. Let's go see what he had. Evan McPherson had the only Bengals points. He also missed a 51-yard field goal. Let's see, Brad Robbins in his NFL debut punting the ball. This man had 10 punts. He averaged 40.9 yards per punt. One touchback, two punts inside a 20, and a long of 54. Yikes. I'm not saying yikes for Robbins. It's just the 10 punts is a yikes for me. On the defensive side for the Bengals... Jermaine Pratt had a sack. Pratt had a good game, 11 total tackles, one quarterback hit. Nick Scott, 11 tackles for solo. Logan Wilson had eight total tackles and a tackle for loss. Like I said, Sam Hubbard had a good game. Dax Hill with the interception. Thought Cam Sample looked good in place. B.J. Hill. Mike Hilton and Wuzier had some solid moments in this game. I thought DJ Turner had some moments as well. Talked about that as well earlier. Yeah. Other than that, this game was absolutely dog shit. And you are now 0-1 the season. And you already have now a division loss. That's not what I wanted. Am I freaking out? No, I am not. It's just I hate losing division games. And the AFC North 
It is a tough division. It's going to be like that all season long. I think one good thing that's come out of this Sunday is that the Reds won a game finally after blowing the first two games of the series against the St. Louis Cardinals, but we'll talk about that later. That should be safe under the podcast. I'm glad NFL's back. First week one action of games. It's fun, but the Bengals only scored three points. Ah, the next game does not get any easier. The home opener against the Baltimore Ravens, who the Ravens won their opener against the Texans, as obvious they would. And that's a really good defense as well. So we'll see how the Bengals can do that with that team. Shit. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins, the Ravens running back, left the game with an ankle injury. His return was questionable, so I don't know if he returned to the game. Probably didn't because the Ravens' game was already decided. The Pittsburgh Steelers got absolutely spanked by the Niners in their home opener, 30-7. to A lot of people picked the Steelers to win that game. I thought it was going to be a close game, but uh, we were all wrong about that. Trying to think any more... NFL scores for you guys. I'm glad I'm doing the instant reaction. I'm glad that the instant reaction podcasts are back. I really am. I love these. I don't love doing these during when we lose games because it's not fun. But I'm here. I'm going to be here. I'm going to show up when we win, obviously. And I'm going to show up even when we lose. Especially when we lose the way the Bengals did in the opener. But let's hope that they can regroup and get ready to have a better game against the Ravens. Bengals crowd, if you guys are going to the game next Sunday at Paycor Stadium, be loud. Because the Browns fans, they were loud for their for their team in their home opener. Even though I hate Cleveland fans. And I'm definitely going to get it from a majority of them on social media. And listen, I take my L's and I, you know, I show up and I'd be like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, we got our asses fucked for sure. Pause. Sorry. Kids show. But it's true. We did. Good game. We'll see you guys in the end of the season. The last game of the year when the Bengals and Browns meet in week 18. And that game can have a lot of playoff implications, division implications, et cetera, et cetera. We'll see how the season turns out for both teams. I'm not worried. I'm just frustrated because I hate losing to fucking Cleveland. And I don't know why this low-budget-ass laptop would not load. Listen, I am on ESPN.com. I want to see football. You know what? Whatever. Let's see. Any more quotes from Zach Taylor? Let's see. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. guess it was a short presser for Mr. Zachary Taylor. You know... They just got to regroup. This Bengals team has been here before. They started off the season 0-2 last year. And I just don't like saying that, oh, well, you know, we we were okay last year because we started off 0-2. We started off 4-4, and and then we ripped off eight in a row, and then we went to the AFC Championship game. I want to start off fast in the season. And then for the Bengals, they really want to get that number one seed in the AFC playoffs. They got to win these games. Unfortunately, they didn't. So next week, in Cincinnati against Baltimore, I think it's a must win. Because you can't be 0-2 losing back-to-back division games to open up the season. That cannot happen. So this Ravens game next week 
it's a, it's a must win. I'm not saying it's a season ender potentially game they lose, but you gotta win this game if you want to win the North. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Me and Tommy will be back on Tuesday recapping this game. Unfortunately, he said that he needs time to regroup. I think I'm. I think I'm okay. Honestly, I'm okay. I'm like moving on to Baltimore. Like, fuck this game. Fuck the Browns. Congrats on your Super Bowl win. Move on. They'll probably lose their next game. Who do the Browns get for the next matchup? They got an easy-ass schedule, so the Browns could be in first place for a while. Let's see. Oh, they got the Steelers next Monday night. Hell, they can win that game. The Browns could definitely start the season 2-0. and And every Browns fan saying Super Bowl, congrats on your win. Bengals, got to get better. Me and Tommy will recap this game and just diagnose what the fuck happened on Sunday afternoon in Cleveland, Ohio. I am out. You guys have a great rest of your day. And until then, it's always two-day forever. Even in losses, it's always going to be two-day forever. I'm out. Peace.